Yo, what is up, everybody? My name is Lex. I have Steven here. We are the Awkward Side Hug Podcast, and we are here uh, joining you guys uh, for a special episode today. Um, wanted to talk about some newsworthy things, just kind of um, give you guys some information, debrief with some of our thoughts of, uh, you know, so just uh, something big that's been going on around, you know, in, in the news. But um, Steven, how, how are you doing? tonight i'm just happy to be here again with everybody even though we're here you know to uh, talk about some real heavy stuff today right <laughs> um, but overall you know i'm doing great you know life is great it's always a great day when you wake up you know so mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely so yeah i mean uh special episode so we'll just kind of get right into it for today um as as you might have heard in recent news right um I believe the the Biden plan to uh, uh, forgive student loans was uh, was sort of basically kind of stopped in its track, right? It was deemed unconstitutional, and um, and yeah, it, it was kind of like a glimmer of hope for a lot of students out there, and uh, just a lot of a lot of human beings out there in general. And then it's, now it's kind of like a just kind of a big news, right? Like a, a sudden stop, like you know, if it's if it's going to happen, it's definitely not going to happen anytime soon. It feels like now millennials gen yeah. z um you know even our parents uh gen gen xers um i don't think so much before gen x but yeah um, yeah this is big news for those you know um with student loans obviously um you know the the and and, the, and we're not going to be political here we're just giving the facts as is but um one of the campaign vocal points of the democrats or biden when he ran for for president was he was going to forgive um $10,000 of student loans which uh, is a pretty you know big chunk of money and then you know he came out with you know $20,000 uh, so an additional 10 on top of that for those who qualified for the Pell grant which i believe is income based so um you know a total of $20,000 in um student loans forgiven you know so that that's a pretty big deal um especially when i believe the average um, student loan, um, or the average that uh, a student has in student loans is about $30,000. So, you know, definitely more than half of what the average, you know, um, mm-hmm. loan borrower has when they come out of college. So, I mean, it, it's definitely big news. Um, it's kind of been sitting there for a while, for months. Uh, people were waiting for a decision to be made. And so it's been made. You know, with a, I think I believe a six-three majority from the Supreme Court um, saying that it's unconstitutional. But before we jump into that and our thoughts, uh, we just wanted to give you guys a quick rundown of kind of the student loan history. Obviously, you know, student loans were um, started back in the 1960s as a um, educational benefit for mainly, you know, focusing for those who couldn't afford college back at the time. Um, and try to try to get more people to go to college because it wasn't a big thing back then, but to get people into the sciences and the um, maths and the STEM things like that. So, um, guaranteed student loans were were created, which basically the government guaranteed that uh, you know private lenders who lent money to students would have the that loan was fully guaranteed. Um, so that way, there wasn't very much risk on the end of the lender. Um, they were still going to get their money. So that's kind of how student loans started. And then later on, the federal family education loan was introduced, which is 
um, another type of uh, guaranteed loan, but this loan had two uh, separate types. It had a subsidized loan, which uh, the government paid the interest on that loan um, while the student was in school, uh, the grace period after the student finished school or if they dropped out or during deferment periods, which um, again was uh, income-based if they were going to have a subsidized loan and then unsubsidized meant that all of the uh, interest that was accruing from the start of the loan was the responsibility of the uh, student um, who got the loan. And then back in 2010, you know, part of the Affordable Care Act, uh, they did away with these programs and they went straight to the federal direct loan. Um, actually, the federal direct loan actually started a little bit earlier than that, but it was in uh, 2010 that the federal direct loan became the only type of loan that was given for, for school, uh, which basically is the uh, just, you know, in simple terms, the government directly loaning the student money. Mm-hmm. And um, again, there was two types. There was the subsidized, which if you qualified for, which was income based, you wouldn't have to pay the interest until you graduated or, you know, after um, you, whether you graduated or you were, um, you know, you dropped out of school or even during school, you know, you didn't have to pay that interest. But unsubsidized loans, you know, you were responsible for the entire um, interest of the loan from when, you know, you were given the loan. So. Um, that's just kind of a quick background on the different loan programs. Uh, a couple quick, uh, you know, um, numbers here, statistics. Back in 2006, student loan debt was only at about uh, $500 billion. And then by 2012, uh, you know, we hit a trillion as a nation in student loan debt. And it's just continued to rise over the years. Um, and as of 2022, we are at $1.7 trillion in student loan debt. So as you can see, it is a very real problem, I would say. In my personal opinion, it's really um, something that um, needs to be revised and um, looked at and changed because um, the, way that it's, uh, the way that it's functioning right now, I think, is not working to the best um, ability for um, the students. You know, I, I feel like the students are the ones that uh, are getting screwed over at the end of it all. So, um, Lex, I don't know what are your thoughts on it. I know, um, you know, personally, I've had student loans, and I'll kind of get into that about my experience with it. But uh, how about you? Yeah, um, yeah, I, I've been lucky enough to really benefit from um, FAFSA, right, uh, with like the Pell grants and. And these um, grants that I don't have to pay back, right? But every single time I would apply for these grants and, and the FAFSA money um, throughout my my uh, higher education, I would always see sort of like the loan option though, right under it, right? So I, I would always get a certain amount. And then under that, it was like four times the amount, right? Five times the amount as a loan. Like if I wanted that option, I was like, oh man, it's a lot of money. But I'd always, you know, just through people giving me advice or just through like my the counsel of my family or <laughs> I don't know why I said it like I'm a Star Wars character, but, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, just like general advice over the years, I would always like, oh, just try to try to stick to the grants. Like if you, unless you have to take out loans. And I was definitely one of the lucky students, one of the lucky human beings in general, right? Who never really had to take out a loan for college up until this point and i'm with a master's degree uh, up until this point i know once i i make a a final push or two for a phd if i get into those programs 
unless those are fully paid for, right? Like unless I, I choose a specific field or major or programs of study, I know those are going to like stack up pretty sick. So um, I've, I've never had to, um, again, I, I had the fortune of the grants and, and my family to kind of like back me on certain situations when I needed help. Um, but, you know, that because of that, it makes me feel uh, for those people who have to, right? Who who really have no other choice but to rely on these loans, right? They don't like maybe they're they're they don't have family who could um, support financially, or they don't have family, you know, who they could rely on. They don't have you know the the means. Um, so I I really feel for for um like those people and just out of my personal experience too there's been certain times or time frames where you know like when I transferred from community college to a four-year university that first semester I was supposed to get a certain amount of like uh Pell grants but because it was like an awkward like transition or transfer phase of like going from I forgot what semester it was in the community college but it was into a winter semester at the university or like a winter quarter at the time and they they kind of pulled some bs of like oh because it's kind of like an you know like like the, your, your your financial aid wouldn't be released until the fall semester so you would have to wait you're gonna have to pay this semester in full so the whole like you have to pay this semester in full happened to me for different reasons two or three times and just those two or three semesters across an AA degree, across a bachelor's degree and across a master's degree were huge financial tolls, right? Like again, that first, that first time uh, my parents were able to, to back me because probably just because of the situation, it was like, Oh man, like this is the first time a member of the family is going to a university. Right. So it was a big moment. The most recent time it, it's, I'm still paying it. Let's just say I'm still paying off my parents because they, they were able to, <laughs> my parents were the government in this situation they were able to loan me the money but i'm still paying off that last time i had to you know like uh pay just one semester in full so if if the finances affected me that much with pell grants and some financial support with my parents i can't even imagine what students have to go through when they need every single semester covered that way with actual loans that just become like insane amounts. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think, you know, po politics aside, it's, it's absolutely horrible. Just that students have to go through this, that former students have to still pay loans. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it's something definitely has to be done and, um, you know, n not, not to, to, alienate um one side or the other of politics but this isn't really a, a political thing it's just like every big news politics is always kind of like thrown on it and then you end up like leaning one side or the other but i mean it sucks like there there should be some sort of help so even if you know biden's plan didn't work hopefully some something down the line soon happens where there is some help you know um Steven, I know I'm a, we've had some similar conversations in the past where I'm actually a, a fan of kind of your ideal of, um, and maybe you could speak on this a little more, but it's that, that kind of the idea of, you know, you can never expect the government to do anything for you, but when they do offer it or when you can vote on it, take it.
And I feel like student loan forgiveness could be, you know, a, a good thing that, again, it's not even a political thing. I, I think it's something that like Democrat students and Republican students will gladly take. You know what I mean? Like, heck yeah. So hopefully there, there's there's going to be um, ways where some sort of forgiveness thing happens or just a way out, like you said, of this insane like student debt problem. Yeah, it, it definitely is a problem. Um, before I get started, I, I want to say this, that um, if you are, you know, in the struggle of student loan repayment, um, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, it's not your fault. I think that, you know, a lot of students are misled as to like how a student loan works. And um, I don't think there's enough emphasis on the um, on the after you finish school, you actually have to repay this. This isn't a grant. This is a loan. Um, and, and I don't think that's emphasized enough, especially to, you know, 17, 18, you know, to up to 23 year olds, you know, who, who finish school or who are trying to get back into school and they, um, you know, they can't afford it at the time, or maybe they don't have, per, uh, you know, their parents can't help them or whatnot. And, um, the one thing that was told to me by like multiple, like, um, like even in high school and, you know, I, I kind of, and, and Lex, you, you know, you can relate to this. I didn't really, um, try too much when I got out of high school to go to college. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I did community college for a semester. Wasn't really, you know, wasn't really doing it. I, I think I just went because my parents said, Oh, you have to go to school. Same. But, you know, I think I, I withdrew from half of my classes, failed another two and, uh, took a break from school. Then went back again to a different community college, did like two semesters there, like pretty good. And then kind of just fell off again. And then finally on the third time around, you know, went to a third different community college <laughs> and actually, you know, stuck it through and finished and transferred and, um, you know, got my bachelor's and then decided to go back for a master's and did my master's. But, um, you know, luckily I, you know, only took out a small student loan, which I didn't even take out because I needed it. I took it out because I was just like, Oh cool. Like I'm going to make, you know, X amount of dollars when I graduate. Like this mm -hmm. is like not even a lot of money. Like I can pay this back easy, but, uh, come to find out, like it's a lot harder to pay it back when you have actual, you know, other things that you have to pay for, you know, um, if you have a car payment or your rent and bills, if you have kids. So, you know, it was a struggle to pay it back, but, um, you know, eventually I did pay, pay it back. And, and, you know, now today, um, looking back at it, you know, I, I never suggest a student loan to anybody. And, um, this is going to be an unpopular opinion, but it's only because, um, I don't like to see people, you know, be misled and put into these, um, situations that could be avoided. But, um, I really, really today, you know, when I talk to high school students or, our, you know, friends and family, um, who are in college or, you know, thinking about going to college, um, I really recommend that community college is a great, great way to, you know, get into, you know, higher education at a lower price, um, do your two years there. Because honestly, like, there's not many of us and, and, you know, I don't know the actual statistics on this. I don't even know if there are statistics, but um, I don't know if, you know, an 18 year old goes into school and says, I know exactly what I want to do for the rest of my life. <laughs> I mean, exactly. just by asking, you know, a couple of your friends, I'm sure they'll tell you, 
Um, you know, oh, I switched my major a couple times or I never thought I was going to do this. Like I'm doing something that's not even in what I got my bachelor's degree in. You know, for instance, take, you know, take me, for instance, like I changed my major, you know, three or four times to different things. And, um, you know, I'm doing something like kind of in the field of what I graduated in, but um, not something that I needed to get, you know, that certain major degree to do so. Um, you know, it sucks. Again, like I said, um, I feel for those who have been misled regarding these uh, student loans because they do tell you, oh, yeah, you know, you'll, you'll make enough money to pay it off when you graduate. But reality is like people don't hire a freshly graduated college student who has no experience in the workforce. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's another thing, too, that's kind of sucks for the, you know, the Gen Zers who are just going to school. They don't work. They're literally just full-time students. It's going to be hard. Like the reality is it's hard to get a job as soon as you graduate, you know, and you don't have any experience. So um, quick little nugget of advice is, you know, do an internship. You know, even if you're doing an internship, a free internship, um, get that experience because it's going gonna, it's gonna to go a long way once you graduate. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And and so, yeah, so I think um, it's uh, – it's you know I'm not gonna be like, because <laughs> you know like I'll, I'll like just like for for transparency I, I you know uh, kind of just brushed up on everything beforehand on, on what's going on and so I kind of like viewed both sides right like what what one news station was saying and what the opposite end uh, news station was saying and I think what I kind of gathered from from watching both sides is that both sides think the student loan debt is, you know, a bad thing, but I, I, I don't think that both sides disagree that there should be some form of like a forgiveness plan. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, I don't know. Uh, I know I can't, I can't talk too much without getting too, uh, too down the rabbit hole, but yeah, I just hope, uh, for me that that something does get done uh perf- in my personal opinion just preferably like on some sort of student forgiveness side of things and um just cuz this plan got shot down doesn't mean that it still can't go through congress from what i know so now that's basically what this means is that it now has to go to congress uh through congress in order to be approved but i think you know and any person can maybe look at this situation and analyze the situation. Well, if it doesn't pass, if it didn't pass that way, because I think um, that that was one talking point on, on one of the the political ends was um, that oh, this didn't pass because you know it's unconstitutional. The president doesn't have the power to do that. Well, it's like okay, well, if you send it through Congress, are those same political aisles or ends of the aisle gonna also stop it then? Like it's it's weird it's a lot of tiptoeing on one side and it's and it is a lot of like on the other like if you want to go to the other side like the extremist views on the other side of the political end, it is just hard to cancel everything you know what i mean that that's probably not how it works so i just feel like there should be some sort of like meeting in the middle i know that's like hella pc lex but you know <laughs> a plan has to like be created be thought of some sort of action has to happen that's kind of what I hope is is what happens sooner than later as far as, um, who knows, maybe hopefully Congress could do it, but we'll see. 
Yeah, no, I totally agree that, you know, something needs to be done. Um, as you mentioned earlier, you know, I did post something um, on my social media um, regarding, you know, trusting the government. You know, um, I'm not like, I'm a moderate, I would say, you know, out of transparency to the listeners, you know, like I, I view some things on one side as good and then, you know, some things on the other side as good. Um, but I don't really find myself leaning one way or another, you know, on on certain topics, I find myself on one side and on other topics, I'm more on the other side. So uh, when it comes to student loans, though, and just in general, like the government, you know, has never given me um, any gifts, you know, per se, like, mm-hmm. sure, you know, you get a tax refund, but um, that's just your money that you paid. Um, sure, they yeah. gave you a stimulus check, but that's just your money that you paid. So um, it's really not, you know, anything crazy that the government, you know, has, has done. And so I think, um, it, it, you know, personally, I think it, it starts off with, with the person or the people leading these students. Um, you know, it starts off in the education system at the high school level, even at the, um, junior high level, you know, um, there's junior highs, you know, in my, you know, area here that they promote college. And, um, I think college is great and higher education is great, but college isn't the end all be all. I think, you know, students can, you know, do other things. They can go to trade school, um, you know, and, and, and work in a trade. They can not go to school after, you know, high school if they, they don't really know what they want to do. Um, I mean, again, look at Lex and I. We're both um, examples of not going to school right after high school. And, um, you know, I mean, <laughs> we turned out fine, right? That's our tweet. My big thing here. And this is just food for thought for those of you here listening, is that um, how how can the government go and forgive these loans and still give them out? It's like you're not, you know, you're still part of the problem. And what's crazy is that they give out these loans to, again, to, you know, 17 to 23-year-olds who have no credit history, have never borrowed money, don't even have jobs, never had a job. How do you expect them to pay off these loans that are accruing, you know, 5 to 10% interest, um, you know, right out of college with no job? You know, there's no guarantee. Education and a degree, and, you know, we might see this differently, Lex, but to me, a degree is a tool that is used to um, help you get to where you want to go. And it gives you options because when you have a degree, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get whether that's, you know, a bachelor's or master's um, it's a little different for PhD because I think you have a great, you know, chance of success when you, when you're at that level. But um, just because you have a degree doesn't guarantee that you're going to, um, find a successful career. Like it's a tool that gives you the opportunity to, you know, have that profession or career that is going to make you good money. Um, It does make a difference when you're going up against somebody and they don't have a degree and you guys have, you know, like same experience, same everything, but you have the degree. It does help, but I don't think it's a guarantee um, to, land you a job like oh i have a degree so i'm gonna get a job or i'm gonna work at this place um unfortunately you know from experience um that's not how it it works um so i think like to pay 
all this money for a tool that doesn't guarantee you something is a little foolish. And again, I think this starts off with those leading those people who are leading these students into college, uh, because I don't see trade school, you know, um, advertised at the high schools like, oh, well, if you don't want to go to college, have you thought about maybe doing this? Because, I mean, plumbers and electricians and, you know, carpenters, like they make good money, you know, like they make a livable wage where um, they don't come out of school with, you know, thousands of dollars in debt, you know. Um, So, you know, that's just something to consider. And like I said, the government wants to forgive the loans, but they still want to give them out. Makes no sense. How are you going to still give out these loans, but you want to forgive them? Are we going to have to go through this in another 20 years? Are we going to have to forgive again? And again, I'm for forgiveness. I'm for relief. You know, I think it is needed. Um, There has to be some, you know, medium, some area where we can meet in the middle, like you said, Lex, for us to forgive these loans. I'm not one of those people that says, oh, I paid mine off, so you have to pay yours off. But um, I'm not mad at the the person, you know, at the student that borrowed. I'm mad at... I'm mad at the lender who keeps lending out this money and, you know, higher education, in my opinion, is a business. And if they stop giving out these loans to everybody willy nilly, then people won't afford to go to college, which will drop enrollment rates, which will make the colleges think, hey, you know, maybe we need to lower our cost of tuition so that more people can come. Because if people aren't going to their college, that's not good for them. Right. Again, it's 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 to me, it's the fact that they keep giving these loans out, that's part of the problem. And um, that needs to be fixed. And I think higher education should be accessible to everybody. And right now in today's day and age, it's not. It's definitely not because if you have to take out a loan to go to school, and I'm talking about those who really need to take out a loan, not those who take out a loan because they want to go to school across you know, the United States because they want to go to New York or they want to go to Texas or they want to go to, oh, I want to go to this school because it's so prestigious. I'm talking about those who can't even afford to go to the school down the street from where they live because a lot of the um, social norms today is you have to go have the college experience. You're not there to have the college experience. You're there to get a degree. Um, and I could be coming off as really, you know, um, really not popular right now because I'm saying that, but I don't think that, you know, you're going to school to go party, to go join a fraternity or, or whatnot, or, Oh my God, the football team is so good at the school. I want to go to the home games. You're going to school to get the degree, to get the tool, to help you succeed later in life. Because once you graduate college, all that other stuff doesn't matter, you know, unless you're part of, you know, the one to 2% who, you know, make it into a professional sport and, you know, college was that pathway to, to get there. But um, reality is like if you if you live in California, for instance, because we live in California, you don't need to go to school out in New York. You don't need to go to school out, you know, in Florida if, you know, the Cal State or the university here in California offers the same degree because you're just paying a higher tuition rate. So um, that's kind of my spiel on and how I view that. Like I said, college has become this uh, status symbol of like, oh, I go here and, you know, um, I think that's kind of, again, that's part of the people leading, you know, the, the, I don't want to say children, but leading the, you know, the high schoolers who are transitioning into college. It's their job to explain these things. It's their job to guide them in the right direction. And I don't think um, we are doing a good job of that, you know? Um, And also I think, you know, we need to educate 
parents and, and, and how to start, you know, young to start saving for college, if that's an option. Um, and again, I know everybody has different uh, financial um, situations, but I think um, it's important that we learn these things. It's important that maybe, you know, a high school class should be, you know, a financial class of how to handle your own financial, you know, you know, your, um, your income. Um, about two years ago, you know, I made a change in my life where, you know, I decided to never borrow money again. And, um, you know, I paid off all my debt. I was able to cash flow my master's program. I have two kids, you know, so I did all that, but, um, it, it does take sacrifice and it does take like a willingness to be okay with not going to the fanciest school, um, you know, in order to, you know, graduate with no debt or to go to school and be able to pay for school. Um, and I think that's just not a popular, like, that's not a popular view at this time, you know, in our society. So, but, uh, you know, I, I, it's tough, you know, and like I said, I feel for those who do have student loans, um, because you were lied to and you were misled. I respect that. I respect that. Yeah, I think, I think that might that that might be it for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm quitting. Lex, I'm just <laughs> Lex is going to go to the white march to the White House right now and student <laughs> loan uh, start a revolution. All 1.7 trillion. Yeah, I know. You know, Lex and I are. You know, we we agree on some things and disagree on others. Um, mm-hmm. But I think we both can uh, can come to uh, a consensus that you know it is a problem. And it needs to be addressed and it needs to be fixed. But um, the best advice that I can give you is to um, not wait on the government to save you and to do your best to save yourself. And, um, you know, I don't say that lightly because it does take sacrifice and it does take, you know, um, hard work and um, it's not going to be fun, obviously. But uh, I can guarantee you that at the end of that long, dark tunnel is a bright light and a, um, you know, a better, a better life for you and your family. Um, you know, as you, as you sacrifice and you reach the end, you know, of that journey. So, um, best of luck to those who have to begin to repay their student loans in October, I believe. Um, yeah, I I don't know what else to say. It's, it's, uh, it's a tough topic that, again, I don't think there's one right solution and we won't see a solution for a while, but it definitely is a problem that needs to be addressed. And, uh, you know, hopefully we find a way to, uh, to fix that. Absolutely. Well said. I get it. Like I, um, I mean, like you said earlier, my, my journey was practically mirrors yours as far as like the community college right out of high school, because I thought, my parents wanted me to go to school. So I guess I'll just go to college for them. But then there was no motivation for me to go to college for me. Right. So like failed D's withdrawals, um, took a year off, went back. And then I finally aced college because I had a motivation to go back for me, right. For myself. And so, um, kind of like talking, uh, to the points that, that you made earlier of, now imagine had I been a Cal Poly Pomona student, right? You're like right out of high school, you know, hell, even if, if I did get good grades out of right out of high school at community college, um, I don't know how I would have handled, um, 
that grant and loan option as a 20-year-old transfer student into Cal Poly, let alone if I was 18 years old going into Cal Poly and then like, hey, here's this, we'll, we'll just call it $1,000 for free, but you could also have $8,000 on a loan. Ooh, you know, like, uh, like I, I, I back until you graduate, right? Ex- yeah, right. And and it doesn't say that on there, right? So like under your offer, it's like, hey, after filling out your financial aid packet, here's your offer. It's $1,000 Pell Grant or 8000 Again, these are kind of random numbers, but they're not far off from what I actually saw. Um, or like $8,000, quote unquote, like, uh, and it just says loan, right? Or student loan. And nowhere does it say, but you're going to have to pay it off with this or interest. It's just, hey, take her to leave it now. And then basically you don't find out you have to pay it off until I'm sure you get the bills and, and they just never stop coming. And then for some reason, the bills are like even larger than you expected. Right. Um, so, yeah, who knows? I, I don't know what I would have decided if I was 18 going in there or even 20 transferring to Cal Poly or like a university. Um, so. Yeah, long story short, the universities, from my experience, and just community colleges in general, from my experience, do have resources that are there to help you, but I've never really seen them advertised before when it comes to financial aid or FAFSA, maybe over the last year. Maybe they're doing a better job, I think, but yeah, it's it's, it's definitely something that hopefully is uh, advertised a lot better at schools and colleges. Or again, if 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 I'm kind of finally just now remembering that it has been advertised a little bit over the last year, hopefully they continue to advertise it and and really help like educate students, you know. Because I'll tell you this, I'm willing to bet that those workshops or student services that are they're advertising about, hey, come here to learn about financial aid that colleges offer. I'm willing to bet only like four students show up to those things, and that's only four students out of like thousands and thousands and thousands, you know, or hundreds of thousands, depending on the university of students who are just blindly accepting loads versus these four only educated students, right. That maybe one of them takes the loans because they need it, but they'll at least try to be smart about it or financially responsible with the loan. And then the other three students who go to that hypothetical workshop will, you know, choose the grants or, you know, try another way if they have other options. But again, it's hard because at the end of the day, there are a lot of, students um who don't really have any other options you know um so i think at the very least just kind of educating about the risks of having a loans are would probably help because because maybe they might only spend two thousand of that eight thousand dollar loan you know instead of just like oh taking the eight thousand heck yeah i'm gonna spend all eight thousand right um yeah you know what i just got like a, a flashback memory the one time i've ever heard of like strategy or advice was again I, I got my I got my crap together late in life like as as Stephen mentioned with, with his his testimonial as well so I transferred to Cal Poly Pomona when I was uh, so a four-year university for my bachelor's undergrad degree when I was 27 years old so I was a 27 year old in that big you know um auditorium room where all the new transferees are are at and then you know like all the like, you know, like some sort of like, you know, fifth in line co-co-co-president is like giving us a speech and some other people. And there was one person who spoke that day and who t- briefly talked about financial aid. And they said, oh, yeah, Pell Grants or loans. 
And th- this is the only advice I ever got from a college that that I didn't actively seek for advice from for, from those services. So the only time I ever heard about it was like this dude just up there being like, oh, hey, and just just as a just a advice, just uh, from personal experience, if you're going to take out a loan, just try to use the amount that you actually need to use for books, for um, for your classes and maybe extra things that that are probably school expense related that you just can't go without and just try to uh, hold on to the rest of it so you can kind of like pay it back you know, like uh, little by little with that money or, you know what I mean? Or like um, that way you, you you don't have to use the whole loan. You could return some of it. So it was kind of like literally just like a one-liner or a two-liner he that he gave us. And that was the gist of it. And that's the only time I, I kind of heard about it. And I was like, huh. And then that was, that was like kind of the first time that, that it popped in my mind that like, oh, shoot, people probably take out these full 5000 10000 $20,000 loans and use all of it per semester. And that's that's where it could get kind of tricky. And um, but you know, yeah, I I just think it's like it's it's a sad situation. And and um, not going too much deeper beyond just kind of like what what the the little that I just said right now. But um, I don't know. I don't know. It sucks. It sucks. I'm not gonna lie. This isn't a fun episode for me. So I'll, I'll yeah, just tell you that. You yeah. can hear my voice. So uh, right. you know, I appreciate you being authentic and and giving us your take. And um, again, this was just you know a quick episode that we wanted to put together because obviously you know it's uh, it's an Im- a big impact on a lot of people's lives. Um, so with that, you know, we said what we had to say. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens from here. But uh, we appreciate you listening. As always, uh, this is the Awkward Side Hug. I'm Steven. That was Lex. Uh, we'll see you on the next one. Um, a couple. A couple. <laughs> Ooh, I said a couple. <laughs> that out. A couple quick stats. <laughs> Whew, let me restart that because that was funny. <laughs> That's a good one. That's going to go on the bloopers. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's a <laughs> cool?